0: You're listening to Talk of Champions, an Ole Miss Spirit
1: podcast with Ben Garrett. Welcome into another edition of Talk of Champions. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit. Been on Twitter, and he's Bradley South. Former Ole Miss offensive lineman, eight-year NFL bet, former Chicago Bear. Since the NFL is going to start on Thursday, oh, I'm excited. Football is like so, so back. Hey, buddy.
2: Hey, how's it going, Ben? Yeah, good it, man. It, yeah. And here's the, here's the bad part is like my NFL team is predicted to go eh, um down at the bottom, so it should be a, it's one of those deals where you're excited the season to start, but it's. Eh. You know when you get deep into it, what it's gonna be for me, man. The freaking bears are gonna be gonna be rough, but it'll be they'll be fun to watch. They they're my NFL old miss, so it's it's awesome.
1: Brad. You've made fun of me for being a Cowboys fan for so long. You think I don't know how you feel?
2: Yeah. No, <laughs> it's I, worse. I, I, was, I was loving I was loving when the Cowboys had Andy Dalton. That was and then and then he goes to the Bears. Think about it. That's just it doesn't get any <laughs> any better any worse karma than that.
1: My favorite thing about the Cowboys right now today, they have like $22 million in cap space. And they have obvious holes, including Tyron Smith, who hasn't played a full season since like 2017. He is injured and out till at least December. So Tyler Smith from Tulsa, who they drafted in the first round, is supposed to step in at left tackle, even though he hasn't practiced there at all since they drafted him. They just signed Jason Peters to the practice squad, but it's going to take him weeks. And yet Jerry says, well, this is what it is because Dax signed the big deal. Dax signed a big deal, but that's just the going rate for quarterbacks, and now he's ninth, tenth, maybe eighth in salary after all the other big deals that have come because quarterbacks get paid, so you're just the one that can go to Jerry. Jerry, you have money, and there are players out there that can help you, but this is the Cowboys, so I don't want to hear it from you Bears, man. At least you've been to a Super Bowl since 1996.
2: Yeah, but that was like probably even that maybe the only time we've been to the playoffs. <laughs> uh, man, it's it's been it's been a rough go at it, but it, it's okay though. Well, um, we'll get there. We'll get there at some point. Hopefully, your
1: Bears are building a new stadium.
2: I know. Saw that, man. It'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see if they if that's just a like a decoy, like trying to get the city to just improve the field, or if they're actually going to do it. Um. That would be crazy to see them move out of Chicago and out of Soldier Field. That's kind of like one of those stadiums you play in that's kind of iconic. So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't, I'd be interested to see if that actually happens.
1: Yeah, you actually played there. There is something to Soldier Field, right?
2: Yeah. And it's like, it would be like Green Bay switching their stadium or the, or the Steelers. Like, what? What? That doesn't make any sense.
1: Okay. So it would bother you. I wanted to know. I'm excited about the NFL starting. And also for Dawson Knox, former Ole Miss tight end, who just got paid four years, $53.6 million extension with the Buffalo Bills, who opened the NFL season Thursday night against the Rams. I love the people wow. in Buffalo. Hopefully I'll be here a long time, is what Dawson said. And um, he also credited the support of Buffalo for the, uh, just the support they provided him when his younger brother, former Ole Miss, linebacker and tight end Luke Knox tragically passed away. So Dawson securing the bag. No thanks to Phil Longo.
2: Oh my goodness. What a nice contract for a tight end, man. Awesome for him. Um, It's amazing. That guy had no touchdowns here. Can we, can we, can we please wrap our brain around that? We have one of the, I mean, I would guess that's one of the better paid tight ends. (laughs) Oh (laughs) no, 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 no.
1: Brad, it gets worse. The deal, according to Adam Schefter of ESPN, is expected to place Dawson Knox in the top five highest paid tight ends in the league. He will sign it after oh. practice today.
2: And I had more touchdowns of him at Old Miss. That's embarrassing. Imagine, imagine if Knox was in, in a kiffin offense.
1: Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't. Imagine if Luke if uh Luke Knox, but uh Dawson. And AJ Brown and DK Metcalf and Elijah Moore and Demarcus Lodge with a pretty good trigger man in Jordan Tiamu was in a lane Kiffin offense. Would they go five and seven, even with one of the worst defenses ever in the SEC? No. Just no.
2: Man, that is that that just made that that mind blowing that they went five and seven with. Two of the top-paid wide receivers and the top-paid tight end in the NFL. Wow.
1: Well, when you put it like that, it's so much worse.
2: Mm, man, it hurts. It hurts so good.
1: <laughs> I don't know if good. Yeah. I don't it know if good so is good. the word. Like I feel like Ole Miss fans, there's two reactions when you see that news. One, man, Dawson Knox is an awesome dude, former walk-on, former quarterback, became a great tight end, a great evaluation by Hugh Freeze. He converted him to tight end, and they were excited about him, and justifiably so. He is now signed as a top five paid tight end in the NFL. And then there's – this is the same tight end that was paired with A.J. Brown and D.K. And D.K. DK wasn't healthy, but they still had Elijah Moore and DeMarcus Lodge and a good offensive line and good running backs. I don't care who you are. It takes real – crappiness to go five and seven with that team. I'm sorry. So if Phil Longo wants to provide a defense and say, well, this happened, okay, no excuse will suffice. Five and seven. Forever and always.
2: Ooh. Yeah. yeah, not not good. Not good. Bigger failure years.
1: than two and ten?
2: Oh, yeah. No, we had nothing. We, we had nothing. We had nothing. Our twos right now at Old Miss were better than that team. Our twos would have beat my, – my senior year, the twos would have
1: beat us. Yeah, and actually probably beat that team pretty uh, handily.
2: Yeah, we had – I mean, dude, we would have – to Bentley would have – I mean, a,
1: a guy like that. I mean, we had
2: – our receivers were nothing like what they have now. I mean, every one of those freshmen that, that came in a year ago would be starting
1: for us. Well, fortunately for Ole Miss in 2022, it has Lane Kiffin and has weapons, and they are one to know, despite not a great start. Or it wasn't a bad start. It just wasn't inspiring. 28 to 10 over Troy. Second half was hideous. And then on three, the uh, network that I work for at the Ole Miss Spirit, OMSpirit.com and a fit of on three.com, released its SEC rankings today. Where do you think Ole Miss came in? I
2: did not see it. I don't know where they put them.
1: Number nine. It's just too early to tell that. Who knows? Behind Mississippi State at eight, Kentucky at seven, Tennessee at six, Arkansas at five, Florida four. Florida looked really good. Well, Anthony Richardson looked really good. Texas A&M, which, eh, come on. We're still giving Texas A&M preseason hype. If we're really basing it off of week one, Texas A&M did nothing. If Ole Miss inspired no confidence – Offensively, because defensively they just played base and were great. Texas ain't inspire any confidence.
2: I mean, state gave up like 20-something points to Memphis.
1: Well, they're number eight over Ole Miss. Interesting. Would you Interesting. take the week one results? Would you take what we know about these teams and the week one results and go with Ole Miss or State right now?
2: Well, just for all Mess's sake, you you would go with what State did because their quarterback put up pretty massive numbers, and that's kind of what we need on this team. So, yeah, I don't know. I would probably go. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably, I I'd probably would. I'd, I'd prefer offense to look a little better. I mean, if we win that game, if we score two more touchdowns in that game, hit two deep balls, the narrative's completely different. Forty-two to ten, okay, yeah, you know, whatever. And, and, but it's just the fact that we we look so anemic on offense. I mean, it was. Um, it looks like it. we the other chance. It's either we're going to run the ball well, or not get squat on offense.
1: That's what's concerning, that That is but Luke Altmaier, concerning. You get Central Arkansas, go out there and ball out. But what if he does ball out? Then what? Who cares, Central
2: Arkansas? Like that's the thing. Like, but what I'm saying is, does he start
1: yeah. next week? Does he start next week? It would be back to back starts for Luke Altmaier, or does it go back to Jackson Dart? I don't know. What happens? I don't know. That's why I don't
2: even see the point of starting them. Who care? I mean, why not let Dart get in there and dominate Central Arkansas and have a, have some confidence going into the, the Georgia Tech game? You know, that's what I don't. That's what I don't understand.
1: I don't understand it either. You're the football guy. I'm getting you to try to tell me. You're the football guy. Know.
2: Lane's the Lane's got it. I mean, Lane knows what he's doing. So, you know, nobody can question that. But you know, I'd rather just keep. I mean, Dart needs the work. You know. Like he needs the work. So um I would, I would, I wish they would just keep him in there. Let him, let him battle. Well, that's through that's
1: it. he does need the work if he is the guy, but I think this, this doesn't feel like a show originally with Lane Kiffin saying they're both even, it felt like he was more keeping Luke Altmeyer happy than anything else. Now, because of the what we're seeing, how the plan itself, how he's going about handling his quarterbacks, including starting Luke this week against Central Arkansas, it does then feel even. So if we take it like that, that Lane Kiffin is treating this evenly, truly evenly, not what we thought originally, like, oh, he's just placating Luke Altmaier. Then if Luke Altmaier goes out there against Central Arkansas and balls out, he's the starter against Georgia Tech, is he not? Because this isn't then just appeasing Luke Altmaier knowing that, oh, well, Jackson darts the guy, wink, wink. This is a quarterback competition, wink, wink. It's not. It's not. It, this, this is now a quarterback competition. What, what that was, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. This yeah, is yeah, true
2: we s- Yeah, we kind of said it was going to play itself out on the field, but, you know, I I don't know. I, I don't think – I mean, I just don't think – If even if Luke balls out this week, I mean, does it – does it really mean anything? I, I mean, this thing may have to carry into an SEC game, which is terrifying, right? Yeah, like, yeah. okay, you beat Central Arkansas. I mean, I'm, I'm more than sure you can put. I mean, you can put Dent in there, and Dent's going to do great versus Central Arkansas. Like, um, you can put anybody. I mean, I, I think we're we're going to over We're going to we're going to we're going to be able to do whatever versus them. So that's why I don't get. I mean, I, I would like to see Dart in there to get some confidence. Hey, but when they let him throw for five touchdowns. Um, and let him get some confidence. So I, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe Luke is the guy, and we're just overseeing it. But I don't, I don't know.
1: Well, I don't, well, I don't know either. That's what I'm with you. Start Jackson again. We're not questioning Lane Kiffin. I get where he's coming from, and he's successful and great at what he does, and getting paid seven million a year to make these decisions. He'll be fine. I'm simply saying, if he, if it was Jackson Dart as the guy, Jackson Dart would be starting against Central Arkansas, and he's not. So if this is a true quarterback competition, then Luke, if he balls out, will start against Georgia Tech. The problem with that is Central Arkansas and Troy isn't a one-to-one comparison. So if Luke does go out there and and put up a bunch of touchdowns and a bunch of yards, you still have to grade him against the curve of he's going against Central Arkansas, and Jackson in his first start at a new place against Troy, better competition – he wasn't as good. Would Luke have looked like that? Would Jackson have looked like Luke against central Arkansas? That's what makes it messy because then how do you handle it from here? If it's not a one-to-one comparison and Luke isn't automatically assumed because he plays well to start against Georgia tech, then will he just default to what he's been doing and say, all right, now it's Jackson's turn again against Georgia tech because we're good everywhere else. We still should be Georgia tech. It's better competition and it's not ideal but Jackson Dart, this is his turn, and then Luke will get Tulsa. So then it's a true one-to-one comparison, and you can draw that start, that decision for the starter for Kentucky. But that does come with a lot of risk because you're opening the SEC slate against a good team with an established quarterback. That's the predicament he's in. I don't envy his spot.
2: Yeah, no, I don't at all. Um, I'll tell you this, I mean – here. Here's here's what is kind of concerning too, is like if he had a starter, Lane isn't the type that likes to rotate. As you saw with Crow, he left Crowell in there when when he threw you know all his interceptions, at Arkansas. He's not a big rotate quarterback guy. So that's why that's why I think this could be this is real. You know what I mean? Like I think he really is is struggling to figure out which one of these guys are actually better. I think it's that close. So that is what's um that's what's kind of crazy and concerning. I don't think I don't think I don't think this is Lane's style at all. Um, rotating these guys. So yeah. uh, if,
1: if he was playing to his hits, playing the hits and playing to his style, he would have played this game of, oh yeah, it's a competition, all up until the season opened and then started Jackson Dart and left him in there until he just couldn't anymore. And he's not doing that. That is not placation. That is, I don't know who my quarterback is.
2: Yeah, And that's now, why uh, Ole Miss
1: is number nine in the on three rankings. Because think about this. Mississippi State is at eight. It's got an established quarterback, Will Rogers. Kentucky's number seven, established quarterback, Will Levis. Six, Tennessee, established quarterback, Hendon Hooker. Five is Arkansas, K.J. Jefferson. Four is Florida, AK-15, Texas A&M. Well, Texas A&M, it kind of throws a wrench in this. But Alabama, Bryce Young, and then Georgia, Stetson Bennett. Ole Miss is the top-ranked team in the SEC of the teams that have questions at quarterback other than South Carolina, who has Spencer Rattler and LSU with Jaden Daniels. But there's still, even though those two quarterbacks look better than Jackson in week one, there's still question marks in that same pool if you're ranking them from a national perspective. So it does say a lot about the rest of Ole Miss's roster, that they are where they are, but it comes back to the quarterbacks. It's, so Lane doesn't want this. That's where you're absolutely right. He doesn't want this because he knows what else he has around him yeah i know man
2: that's that's a sucky spot to be in but um you know let's let it play out man i I think georgia tech's gonna be a solid test you know for us as well central arkansas but what you hope happens this week is is one of the guys you know going there and have some success and and we get this kind of taste out of our mouth you know like it, it just i don't know man we we what we witnessed the last you know some odd years with corral and um you know, just being so good. I think we we expected to see that level of play where, you know, this is very, I guess it's common for a new quarterback, you know, um, whereas where's he just he's coming in after somebody, somebody that's pretty good. I've I've been through that as well. So um, you know, it's it, it's tough. But yeah, you know, what you're hoping here is this this next week we I mean let's let's build some confidence in one of these guys, man. And at least feel like we have, you know, a good serviceable choice going into these these tougher games.
1: If you haven't already subscribed, review Talk of Champions in iTunes. And when you do, leave a five-star review. doesn't matter what you say. As long as it's five stars, this podcast can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Just simply search Talk of Champions. And Talk of Champions is brought to you in part by Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group. When's the last time you thought about retirement? What about saving for your kid's college? In these crazy economic times, working with a professional is of the utmost importance. And that's where my friend Thomas Chandler comes in. Thomas is a financial planner with Capital Financial Group, and he wants to help you make the right decisions for your financial future. So give him a call today at 662-296-0186. That's 662-296-0186. And tell him that Ben sent you for a no-cost consultation and get started toward financial independence today with Thomas Chandler of Capital Financial Group Your Omaha Baseball Rebels are national champions. Yes, that really happened. Your eyes did not deceive you. And what better way to celebrate since we all spent way too much money getting to and back home from Omaha than with a new car? As the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams prepare to kick off the NFL regular season, now is the time to prepare for your winning season at MyBookie. Whether you're a veteran bettor or a first-timer, MyBookie gets you the most for your money with a double deposit bonus. It's quick and easy. A $250 deposit puts $500 in your account, and you can use your funds to bet instantly on as many games, contests, and props as you want. To claim your bonus, register today and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions TOC, designed to add more excitement to the games and sports you love. Bet on team win totals, predict the Super Bowl winner, or use the MyBookie prop builder and secure the bag. Your winning season begins today, exclusively at MyBookie. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage, but intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills, so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around, saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the old Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you.
0: One, two, three,
1: let's go. Brad's Big Thing. All right, Brad, tell me your one big thing for Ole Miss and Central Arkansas. What are you looking out for? What needs to happen? What are you looking out uh, for? I think you got two things. I
2: think you want the defense to continue to do what they what they do, what they've been doing, and make sure that 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 they are what we thought they were, which they look really good first week. I'm pretty sure they'll be good this week as well. I want to see the O-line. I want to see the O-line really dominate this game. Um, they should. If there's any more leaking, this week you know through the line i'll be a little bit concerned um you had a little bit of, a little bit of that last week nothing crazy but you need to throw some there was some um you know some mess ups in there and i want to see some confidence i want to see some confidence built in these quarterbacks i want to go out of this game feeling good you know what i mean even though even though you know who we're playing um i, I think the big thing is you know hey o line get some confidence going quarterback get some confidence going and let's get out there and and feel good going into a, a a much more serviceable opponent the following week.
1: Do you think Lane Kiffin right now overall? Do we think he feels good? Because he's been brutally honest about this team, very brutally direct in regards to this team so far.
2: Yeah, I think he feels. I think he feels okay. I don't think that 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 he's totally sold on um, on, on on what you know the guys he's got out there now as far as. Um, you know, the, the he, he, what I think based off the messages that I've seen, you know, where he's said, Hey, whatever, get better, transfer, all that, that tells me that like he sees a bunch of talent, but he wants more out of it. You know, I, I think, I think he feels, feels like they have enough. They have, you know, the right guys in there. You know, we'll see what happens at quarterback, but I think, I think he wants a little more out of this group. So, um, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, his is a, um, this year is is a – it is what I thought it is so far. I mean, it's a um, – you know, we lost a bunch of talent. We have a bunch on paper. But, you know, it's one of those years we got to kind of, kind of find who we are as a group. And, um, you know, and, and sometimes it happens fast. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes it never happens. Sometimes all the talent doesn't gel together. But, um, you know, I'm sure he's hoping that, that he can get this lined out and get these guys, you know, playing up
1: to their talent. These podcasts are for these stupid hypotheticals, so just entertain me. No one want me to know about this Ole Miss roster after one week and looking at the results after week one, would you trade Zach Evans for Spencer Rattler?
2: I think Spencer's a lot like Dart. I would not
1: trade Evans for,
2: for Spencer Rattler. Um, I would trade him probably for a little more experienced quarterback. How about Slovis? Just- uh i don't know i don't know i like zach evans he's pretty good but but the cool thing is that 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 is where we are deep so if you are a gm you probably are looking there saying hey we could probably
1: get decent production out of Jukins." um that's what i'm saying okay before i hear an almost fan yell into my mentions or on my message well Ben, how dare you zach evans is my favorite player on this roster he is awesome I've been drafting fantasy football teams for the last couple of days. Okay, yeah, I'm a nerd. Oh, Ben likes fantasy football. So does everybody else. You bet money, it's great. So I've been drafting fantasy football teams. And today I proposed a fantasy football trade, trading from a position of strength to address what I feel is a weaker area in my starting lineup. So that's what I'm doing here in this thought exercise. Zach Evans is awesome.
2: Would you trade Zach Evans for Will Rogers? Yes. Ooh, that 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 is going to get some feedback for sure. That's gonna get some pushback. That'll be that'll be interesting. I honestly, man, I looked at the stats versus Memphis and I was like, ooh, man, he did he did kind (laughs) of light him up. He did kind of light him up.
1: Um, I'm gonna be honest. The minute I have to be honest with it when I answer these questions, I don't have to. I could lie through my teeth, but then y'all wouldn't listen because y'all know I'm full of shit. I am full of shit, but that's neither here nor there. The minute I said yes and answered honestly. My heart sank because I'm like, oh, God, I can just see the (laughs) the message post. Again, Zach Evans is awesome. He's my favorite player on the roster. I just wish they had a more experienced quarterback because like I've said all week, unfortunately for Ole Miss right now this minute, their quarterbacks are at a completely different stage than the rest of the overall roster. The rest of the overall roster is tailored to win now. What does that mean? I'm not saying the college football playoff necessarily, but potentially, sure. Contending to go to Atlanta, meaning going to Alabama, and win and get in, yes. But they're not there with their quarterbacks. Their quarterbacks are in the developmental stage, and that's frustrating because this Ole Miss roster is tailored to win now. So if I'm trading from a position of surplus, Zach Evans for Will Rogers, absolutely. Will's a three-year starter, proven production. And say what you want to. They're different offenses, but they're still variations from the same tree. The air raid. So yes, Will Rogers. Sure, absolutely. I'm strengthening uh, my starting I lineup. It.
2: I love that. I love that. I put you put that question in your lap. I'm I deserve even, it. David I'm Johnson. Li- didn't li- to I'm me not even putting mine.
1: <laughs> I always do it to y'all. I dump stuff on y'all. Put y'all on the spot. Make y'all make uh, very declarative, sometimes controversial, takes statements. I deserve it. Will Rogers for Zach Evans. If, I would you want ton, Zach. if
2: you want a ton of views on this one, all you got to do is make the title Trading Zach Evans <laughs> for Will Rogers. Oh man, that thing will get some. Yes. Some, um, content is content, is
1: content. Um, <laughs> engagement is engagement is engagement. I should do that, but because I'm still a, um, a, a kid raised in North Mississippi to love Old Miss, then went to Old Miss, married an Old Miss girl, and now covers Old Miss for a living. I am going to pass.
2: <laughs> oh, man, that would be outstanding. But, right. um, okay, what else? What's the next one? What's the next hit? Who else are we trading?
1: Well, now I don't, I don't even know where we go because we've kind of established what I'm getting at here. Would you trade a Zach Evans to improve your quarterback and then go potentially win? Because would you feel better going into October 1, even going into Central Arkansas? Forget about Atlanta or the rest of the year. If you had a more established quarterback only because you know what you know about the roster right now and that quinshawn judkins ulysses bentley and uh kentrell bullock which which would still by itself on its own be comparable in talent to last year's running back group yeah no question man
2: oh man we just got it <laughs> i hate I hate that we're in this in this spot but um you know here's the here's the thing too man kiffin this is what he's supposed to be paid for you know like Every, all we ever heard was how good of a job he did with corral um you know it's exciting i mean he it's exciting I, if anybody could do it i feel like it's going to be him he's going to get the best out of one of these guys so i'm not going to get too crazy right now because what happens uh, hypothetically luke altmeyer comes out there throws a pick his first drive or you know lights him up and then jackson dart comes in those six touchdowns and looks unreal does that really change does that change much or 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 if he did it week one. I, I don't know that even even if he lights Troy up, I don't know that I'm you know overly excited still until we're we so, see him in an SEC game. We're until so we
1: off in the SEC weeds game. with this man. I can just imagine Lane Kivins in his office, petting juice, you know, drinking his uh smoothie, his very green smoothie to stay healthy. I've got them all thinking that this is gonna happen. It's like he's just in there evil playing and knowing that you know, I'm just starting Jackson Dart against Kentucky.
2: We'll see. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know that you know your star that well. If you're not, if you're not leaving him in there, he's
1: not a sub type guy. So this will be interesting. Because on this, what's today? Is this Wednesday? Wednesday, September seventh, two thousand and twenty-two. We're still talking quarterbacks. That's great. But here's one thing to talk something different. Ole Miss defensively got quote according to Chuck Ronswell at the old Miss Spirit, dot com, the on three a lot of quote sharks in their Troy effort. And what these sharks are is in the defensive team meeting room that doubles as the media room. Um there is a land shark defense chart with seven categories: violent, fearless, relentless playmakers, disrupt quarterback, stock game breaker win. By each of those categories, there's either a magnetized image of a shark or nothing. And the shark obviously means good. And then uh, against Troy, Olmus came away with seven shark images on the board, which means that Ole Miss played well defensively. We knew that, but I feel like we're not giving that defense enough credit for playing base, vanilla, completely vanilla, and still keeping Troy effectively out of the end zone all game I don't really count the second half because offensively they were so awful yeah no they they look great
2: they, they look like they're supposed to versus Troy you know what I mean yeah like you you would be we've we've had years here recently where uh they didn't look like they were supposed to versus a Troy and it um yeah it was it was painful to watch so yeah they looked the way they're supposed to but yeah they got some good athletes over there, man, they really do. Um, Card Coleman's huge addition, Troy Brown's huge addition. Um, you know, it, I, I think that they are, you know, very serviceable defense, but again, I mean, I don't want to get too crazy and been out of shape, you know, both ways. I don't want to get too overhyped on the defense versus Troy, and I don't want to get too down on the offense versus Troy. Like, let's let this play out, man. Like, we're about to the defense is about to get tested when we play Kentucky. Um, Georgia Tech's not awful either, so um we'll know more. We will know more. And at some point we'll be sitting here and we'll really know, you know, what our team is, but it's just so hard to to, to create a, uh, to get too carried away on, on game one. You know, what if, what if Lane would have said, Hey, I'm going to go for, I'm going a, I'm to a prepare for Troy. Like they're an SEC opponent. I'm going out there. We're doing, you know, we're really going to try to expose this team. You know, we're gonna do a ton of different plays. We're going to do some trick plays and they're like, yeah, we probably could have put up 50 if you wanted, but it. But it, 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 I don't, think that was was the goal there i think the goal was try to get these guys some comfort and you let them run the base stuff so i'm not going to get too carried away you look at last year i mean even last year we weren't overly impressive in these in these um you know the the one-off games so
1: yeah it's the way lane kind of works them but the bottom line is this when this podcast turned to ben would you trade zach evans for will rogers it was over there was no coming back from that there was none yeah
2: and you said yes you said yes, and and there will be somebody out there, create a th- thread that says Ben will trade Zach Evans for Will Rodgers.
1: Good. That's what these things are for. I'm very happy to say, you know what, that was complete your shit. Happy to. But Kermit Davis is going to come on this podcast this week at some point. Old Miss Men's Basketball um, released its SEC schedule for the 2022-2023 campaign on a Wednesday, so we'll talk about that as well as some injury updates for Deshaun Ruffin and a couple of uh, other guys that Ole Miss will be counting on. Got Nick Suss for his weekly by-the-numbers breakdown. You know how Suss is. He's just going to be analytical, and I'm going to be stupid. That's coming up tomorrow. And after Nick, me and Brad will be back for the Talk of Champions post game show following Central Arkansas, probably Sunday morning. I don't think I want to do the midnight record thing. I'm going to be at the game this week, actually, so.
2: Uh-oh. Maybe it may be a um yeah, I'm going to a Central Arkansas again.
1: Yeah, so yeah. Sunday morning. It's Sunday morning though.
2: <laughs> it's gonna be Sunday. It'll be Sunday morning. Now that I live in Madison, it's a little bit it's a little bit uh, different. Different. You can't just go well, home whose right fault after the game. Is that? I mean, I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm 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 loving Madison.
1: You got water to drink?
2: Yeah, water's great here.
1: Oh, okay. Just making sure. Just checking water's on my friend.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Do you have water in New Albany?
1: We always have water New Albany. It's the fair and friendly city.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. I know you have have sugarese, though. to. I need to stop by there and get me one of those.
1: No, you're supposed to come up here when there's a tournament over at Oaks across the street from my house, be my number two and actually help me finish at a top place. I need to get my golf game back. It is. It is. I don't. That is not a yes. I want to hear Ben, my friend, I will do that for you. Yes.
2: You have talked to me about the Oaks for years, and I don't know that I've I've never even laid foot on that course, but maybe. Maybe we'll get out there.
1: Just say yes one time.
2: We should do the Talk of Champions golf tournament since we have we have a couple guys that always talk smack about golf. We should do a um,
1: – Yeah, I'm terrible at golf. Do, I am horrible. We should do a charity.
2: Why don't we do a Ch- Talk of Champions charity tournament? At Oaks. And, yeah, we'll buy our next quarterback.
1: That is brilliant it <laughs> at Oaks to get Brad to play because I want I want to win one time I'm horrible at golf horrible I don't take it seriously but even if I did I am horrible at golf Brad is good Brad you would drive every green at Oaks every one of them except for number five because you can't you physically cannot
2: let's do it I mean are, are the do they have I mean do they have all the stuff the courses have they have fairways roughs all that oh or... my God you I'm kidding. Like you I'm
1: it's I'm like kidding, some back was like hick town, you're from freaking Hernando. Uh,
2: I'm kidding. Uh, you know I'll give you stuff about New Albany, dude. Uh-huh. I well, love just me remember my Albany.
1: friend Whit Spencer, who works at the New Albany Bank, still has a win over you in golf on his ledger, on his resume. What
2: was that roughly 10 years ago?
1: It still counts, doesn't it?
2: I'll give it to him. He got me that. Well, I don't even remember what was that, my was that 22 at the time or something. I don't even
1: remember. All I'm saying is avenge that loss by coming back to new albany i will get wit who's my next door neighbor and we'll go across the street and you can beat his ass
2: <laughs> we'll see we'll see man we'll do it sometime
1: uh that's a no it's a talk of champions potential golf tournament that will never happen but if it does it'll be an oaks country club bye buddy see you man howdy
0: toddy